Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hey, hey, my friends, and welcome back to the Shea Speaks podcast. So this week, we're going to dive deep into goal setting. We're going to be talking about a kind of, I don't know what I would call it, like a system I've created, kind of a lingo, um, something that I've taught for years to people that I'm coaching about goal setting and, you know, dream boards and creating the that next level for them and what's what's coming, what's, you know, going to be the next goal that you're looking into, what's that next dream, that next thing you want to achieve. It's kind of a process that I feel like will help you categorize what you're working on because we can very easily overwhelm ourselves with things that we're wanting to do and achieve. And so it's kind of a process on that. And then we're going to talk about why we tend to like give up on our dreams, why we put them on the back burner, why things that we've always had on our mind, why they don't happen. We're going to kind of establish different reasons for that and maybe try to figure out what it is for you specifically as to why you keep giving up on those dreams or you keep putting it on the back burner. You continuously just change the goal instead of the timeline. We're going to dive deep into all of that. And most importantly, we're going to talk about the fact that it's September. It's almost 2022 is almost over. And as crazy as it is to say that many people people have been giving up on their 2022 goals because it's so late in the year. But sister, there is 90 days left. Okay. Over 90 days left. We have so much time left. So we're going to kind of analyze that. We're going to go through a system that I'm going to teach you. We're going to walk through different ways about how to stop giving up on our goals. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you feel a little bit more equipped and understand a little bit more about goal setting, because I think that we also have the wrong impression about what these goals are, because we all have this purpose for our life. We all have things we want to achieve. We all have things that we want to do. And sometimes we're also in seasons where we don't know what we want to do. And that may be some of you as well, but it may just be because you don't have a plan. You have, we're going to list off. I have a list of things that I think are why people give up on their goals. And I think that that's going to really help you figure out. It's not necessarily that you don't have goals or that you don't have aspirations for your life. It's that there's a lot of things in between that we focus on that we allow to kind of keep us from that next level that we're going to. So let's kind of jump into to the fact that it's 2022. I honestly cannot believe it. And I feel like it's cheesy because you hear that all the time, but I don't know if it's because of COVID starting at the beginning of 2020. I feel like the last two years of all of our lives, just like we've skipped over them. It's like they didn't happen. (laughs) And now I feel like we're trying to almost overcompensate for that. And now it feels like time flies by faster than it's ever flown by before. Do you feel me on that or am I crazy? I just feel like the last two years didn't happen. And now every single day and week and month that passes by is like five seconds long. But that's not an excuse for us to give up on the things that we put on our dream board. Maybe you didn't make a dream board this year, but maybe there was something you wanted to do in 2022. You know, New Year's happened. It's January. You're like, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And now here it is, September, and none of it, none of it's happened. Maybe you haven't accomplished one single thing that's been on your dream board, and you're just like, what the heck happened? Where did my year go? This is not the best year of my life. This is not the way that I wanted it to be. And I want to kind of share a little bit of my perspective on that. You know, I turned 24 in two days, and I feel like every single birthday gets better and better. Every single year is getting better and better in my life. And I feel like it's because I have made decisions 
and I've aligned myself with things that I love, that I'm passionate about, that are, you know, according to God's plan for my life, that I'm pursuing my purpose, I feel like. And I just feel like, has every year gone the way I wanted it to? No. Has every year looked the way that I thought it would look? Absolutely not. But I'm so happy and so thankful with the goals that I've set because a lot of the goals, I'm literally looking at my dream board right now. A lot of them haven't happened. Actually, majority of them haven't happened, but I'm not upset about it. I'm not, you know, ripping myself apart about it. I'm not looking at these things and saying like, dang, I failed. I look at them as... There's so many things that would not have happened in my life this year and over the last few years if I wouldn't have put these things on my dream board to begin with. Things that I thought would happen that didn't, but because I put it on there, I got a little bit closer. And sometimes the desires of our hearts are not the desires of God's heart and they're not what he wants for our life. And by our desires, we can actually find what God wants for our life. So I want to go over kind of, it's about seven things that I feel like are reasons that we don't actually hit our goals. And hopefully by us discussing this and going over this whole process, that out of these seven things, you're like, oh, yep, that's it. That's me. That's why I haven't accomplished X, Y, and Z. And before this year is over, I want you to set new goals. Maybe those goals that are on your dream board or maybe things that you set out to do this year were too big or too far-fetched. We're going to kind of reevaluate and we're going to actually go after these things. And I hope that by the end of this, you maybe feel reignited and re-inspired to go after these things because you're like, okay, I'm not a failure. <laughs> Everyone else goes through this. I'm sitting here looking at sticky notes on my computer, which if you don't put sticky notes all over your house, you're doing it wrong. But I have sticky notes all over my computer and I can guarantee you that most of these are not gonna happen. But because I have them here in front of me where I see them every day and I know exactly what I want, that maybe some of it will. And I'm gonna get closer to that goal than I ever would have if I wouldn't have actually spoke it out and you know declared that that's something I'm gonna do and started putting my intentions towards it, started putting work towards it, started putting action to the words and I can actually physically see it with my own eyes. So let's go over those seven things that I feel like are why we do not accomplish our goals and why we keep putting them on the back burner. Okay. Number one is the fear of other people's opinions. Okay. It's actually crazy. And I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this, but I am going to because I'm so proud of Payson, who's my boyfriend. He used to talk to me about how he'd always wanted to start a fencing business and he never did it. And he just felt like so many people had something to say about him. And, oh, you haven't started that business. You've been talking about it forever. And the goal didn't happen when he wanted it to. He wanted to do it a long time ago. But he actually launched that business almost, I'd say, a year ago. And it's been so special watching him thrive in it and watching him, you know, build his first business and go through the ins and outs of being a business owner. And he used to talk about that so much and how it almost debilitated him of shouting out this goal of owning a fencing business and hearing these people say, oh, well, it hasn't happened yet and you're not gonna, you're not gonna ever open it. Are you gonna ever open it? And it's so special, like I said, watching him actually do it. And so many of us get so debilitated by what other people are going to say. What if we launch it and it fails? What if we don't launch it when we say that we're going to because it's not the right time and we worry so much about other people? What are they going to think? What are they going to do? How are they going to perceive it? At the end of the day, they're not the ones that pay your bills. They're not the ones that know the desires of your heart. They're not the one 
in the conversation with God as you feel discernment over certain things and know when it's time to jump and when it isn't. And I'm here to tell you that that goal and that dream is never going to matter to anyone else as much as it's going to matter to you. And no matter what it is, it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what their opinion of it is. It doesn't matter if they think that it's stupid or if they think the name of it's stupid or the concept of it isn't good enough. If you want to do it, you need to do it, but go 110% all in and know that you're not going to allow the influence of others to keep you from doing it or to alter your idea. Yes, it's good to seek wise counsel and that's biblical to get advice and to hear from people and what they wouldn't do or what they would do. But if you wouldn't trade places with them, don't listen to what they have to say. Okay, then you can tell I kind of get passionate about it because there's a lot of people, actually probably more than people that did support me when it came to launching the business I'm in. More people than not did not support my idea and what I wanted to do, especially when I dropped out of college. But I'm here to tell you that sometimes you need that. You need that opposition. You need those people that don't believe in you, that think you're absolutely insane for doing what you're doing. Because I can tell you that I probably would not be in the business that I am and I wouldn't have the success that I do if it would not have been for the objection. If it would not have been for the people that doubted me, that told me that it wasn't gonna work because I could not ever allow those people to actually be right. Are you kidding me? Heck no, man, I'm gonna prove them wrong and they're gonna watch and I did. And so that's the number one thing is fear. It's not, this is not in any particular order. That's just the one that I started with, okay? Number two is people throw in the towel instead of learning to pivot. And this is a huge one. Instead of saying, okay, this isn't working. I'm gonna try something different. Okay, maybe this launch was a little bit of a fail. Okay, maybe this process that I'm using to launch people into my business. Maybe the way that I'm posting, the way that I'm building my brand, the way that I'm living my life, instead of pivoting and changing those things, we just throw in the towel. Oh, maybe it's, maybe this was just the way it was supposed to be. Oh, maybe it's not, it wasn't going to work from the beginning. I should just quit. For some reason, when it gets hard and we feel any kind of opposition, we give up. We stop. It's like in a workout when you're working out and you get so tired and you're like, okay, I'm done. Instead of continuing to go because you're putting that pressure on your muscles, you're building your muscle. When you give up, it's not growing at all. And so instead of throwing in the towel, every time it gets hard, every time something doesn't work out, every time you feel any kind of form of opposition, Learn to pivot, pivot, P-I-V-O-T. Go a different direction, do something different, change your brand, change the way you're posting. Sometimes it is one missing puzzle piece to complete that picture that you can see in your mind. And all it takes is for you to take one step in the opposite direction, one step in a different direction that maybe you'll get a little bit better at what you're doing instead of just throwing in the towel. Number three, lack of discipline. Okay. Lack of discipline. This is a huge thing and a huge deal when it comes to going after a goal, building a business, doing something you've never done. If you are focusing, and I have a whole podcast over this about motivation versus discipline. If you're doing something simply based on how you feel. Okay. Let's talk about launching a business. You are so excited. Okay. Yeah. You're nervous. Yeah. You're a little bit concerned. Yeah. You're afraid of failure. Okay. But you're overall excited. It's new. It's fresh. It's probably something you've wanted to do for a long time. You're eager. You're expectant that it's going to be the most incredible thing ever. And then what happens when reality hits? What happens when something doesn't go right? What happens when that next thing isn't the way that it was supposed to be? Maybe the launch didn't go as it was. And instead of 
you know, you throw in the towel because you have a lack of discipline. That's essentially why you're throwing in the towel. You're not disciplined enough to go through the fight. You're not disciplined to work harder. You're not disciplined to do the things. You're not disciplined to show up anyways. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to feel good all the time. It's not going to feel always how you thought it was supposed to feel. And it's not going to look the way that you want it to look all the time. But you have to focus on that discipline muscle and really strengthening it. Because I'm going to tell you, the longer you do something, the more consistently you do it, the more that you go through life and continue to do that thing towards that goal, your discipline is growing. You're stretching yourself because you're making it happen. You're figuring it out. You're showing up anyways. Okay. Number four is we focus more on just getting an outcome instead of learning a skill. I'm going to say that one more time. We focus more on the outcome and not on the skill, okay? There are gonna be a lot of things that you do in life that you honestly suck at, okay? There's gonna be a lot of things that you do that do not work out. The business plan fails, the workout program, you end up not going anymore, um, the relationship doesn't work, the friendship doesn't happen, the photography business you launch just completely falls through. There's gonna be so many things that you do that do not work out. But I can tell you that the skills that you're gonna learn along the way are gonna be 10 times better than the outcome of you crying crossing the finish line. It's all about the lessons that you're learning and the skills that you're equipping yourself with. Because I can tell you those people that you look up to, that you're so inspired by, that you think are the bee's knees and the most incredible people ever, they have gone through so much to get there. They have failed a hundred times more than you. They have made a hundred times more mistakes. They have gone the wrong direction a hundred more times. It's all about the fact that they have done a little bit more and had a little bit more time to go through all of these different skill sets and put more tools in their tool belt. They just have more skill than you and they've gone through a little bit more. And so I don't want you to ever compare yourself to those people, but I want you to focus more on the skills that you're learning and the process of things that you're doing instead of focusing on the outcome of every single thing that you're doing instead of saying okay if I just finish this if I just get this title if I just get this rank if I just accomplish this thing just for the fact that you're going to be getting a title or a trophy or a plaque for the wall it's more about what you're learning and who you're becoming in the process okay number I think we're on five now <laughs> number five is that we focus more on the fact that we failed instead of the fact that we are learning a lesson I actually have a whole podcast episode on this as well because we get so caught up in being afraid of failing that we won't even make the decision to step out in faith that we won't actually jump after that next thing we won't go after the next thing we won't run after the next goal we're so afraid that we're going to fail in the process. And I want you to focus more on the fact that it's not a failure, it's a lesson. And all the lessons that you're learning in the process are equipping you to be the best at what you're doing. Nobody starts as a CEO. Nobody starts as a professional. Nobody starts licensed. You have to go through the process of failing and learning and failing again and then learning. I call it failing upwards because the more that you fail, the more that you're learning, the more you're equipping yourself. And then one day when you're on that stage, when you've accomplished that thing, when you've launched that business successfully, when you hit that goal that's on your dream board, you're going to sit there and I promise you when people ask you for advice, you're going to talk more about the failures than you are going to talk about the successes because those are the things that you remember the most. Those are the things that stick out to you the most and those are when you learn the most. That's why I'm going to call it a lesson learned instead of a failure. Number six is distractions. And this is a really, really huge thing when it comes to goals because there are a lot of 
I don't like to call them sacrifices. I like to call them investments. It's not about what you're willing to give up. It's what you're willing to put into it. In my view, I think it's all about perspective. And so when we think about distractions that are keeping us from our goals, that could be relationships, that could be bad habits, that could be people, that could be social media, Netflix. There's so many different distractions and it's different for everyone. And I'm pretty sure when I say that, you've already thought about the thing that's distracted you most from your goals. You're gonna look left and look right. And sometimes it's other people. But I think a big thing is all about Instagram. It's all about Facebook. It's all about TikTok. Like there's so many things that we do when we're focusing on that goal. We're like, oh, well, I'm going to watch TikTok for three hours or I'm going to get on binge watch that next Netflix series or I'm going to do X, Y and Z. And I like to reward myself with things like that, because if I'm sitting there focusing on all those other things and not actually working towards my goals, there's nobody else to blame but me. And so going into that next thing for you, going into that goal, and I want you to sit there and say, okay, this is what I'm working on. These are the next things that I need to do. This is the things that I'm going to accomplish. I want you to also make a list of things that you know are going to distract you from where you're going. Social media, Netflix, a relationship, a friendship, going out, whatever that may be, establish it, make it known that you know that that's going to be a distraction for you and make a plan of action. Because if you don't, that distraction is going to be the first thing to take you out and you're going to have to continuously start over. It's going to take you longer and you're going to miss out on blessings that come along the process of you going after that goal. And the last thing is a lack of belief. So this is probably the number one thing I would say is that Most of the time when you're going after a goal, you're going after a promotion, you're going after that thing that just sets your soul on fire, you've never done it before. It's completely uncharted territory. You've never been there. You've never accomplished it. I can tell you that anything on my dream board right now is there because it's not been done before by me. And so when it comes to going after something you've never done, you have to just have faith in yourself that you can do it because you've never done it. So all there is right now really is fear. And you can let that fear overcome that faith. And that's when you're going to put that goal in the back burner. That's when you're going to keep pushing it forward and pushing it forward. And there's so many times in my business that I'm like, who am I to think that I can do that thing? I've never done it before, but that's how everything starts. That's how everything is. Every person, like I said, you look up to everything that they've done. They've never done it before. Everything. There's always a first time for, you know, all the things that we have and when it comes to being successful, and I think that's why they call the successful people the top 1%, is less than like 1% of people are willing to do things they've never done. They're willing to do it afraid. They're willing to walk in faith. And I think that's why in the Bible, it talks about having faith the size of a mustard seed because mustard seed, have y'all ever seen one of those? They're really freaking small. And that's because sometimes as you step into that next level of your life and you step into that next thing, you don't have a lot of faith because you've not done it before. You don't have a lot of you know skin in the game. You don't know what's next. You don't know what objections are gonna happen. You don't know what life's gonna throw at you. You don't know what it's gonna feel like. You don't know what you need. You don't feel equipped. There's a lot of question marks walking into something that you've never done. And so sometimes all you need is literally the size of a mustard seed of faith to walk into those next steps. And I promise you that that faith is going to come, that belief is going to come, and sometimes you have to borrow someone else's. I promise you your mom or your spouse, your husband, your best friend believes in you a lot more than you do when it comes to those next level things. And so sometimes you're just going to have to borrow it. You can borrow mine because I'm here to tell you that there's a lot of times I didn't have that belief, but I knew that there was going to be just enough within me to go to that next level for myself. So those are the seven things that I think 
that are the reasons why people do not accomplish their goals. And I hope that one of those maybe spoke to you that you're like, that's it. That's my thing. That's what I haven't gone after. That's that next level thing that I haven't pursued. Um, And then I want to go into the next phase of what I was talking about when I first started the podcast is talking about the now, soon, and later goals. So I teach this, I coach this because many people get very overwhelmed by setting a ton of goals and doing a lot of things. And instead of crossing one off and then another off and then building towards the next, they get so overwhelmed that there's so many goals and so many things. And I know that you're ambitious as you listen to this, or you probably wouldn't be listening to a podcast that's helping you grow and step into your calling to go to the life of more that you're called to. But when it comes to that, You have all these things that you want to do and sometimes we can get like total squirrel brain and not accomplish any of the things. And so what I tell my girls to do is to break apart your goals into now goals, soon goals, and later goals. Now goals to me would be today, within this next week, the next couple of days, the next month or so. That's my now goals. That's what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm working on, actively pushing towards. I need to have a strategy. I need to have a plan. This is what I'm doing right now now. Then you have soon goals. Your soon goals are things over the next few months and the next quarter, probably less than six months, like things that you want to accomplish soon, but they're not right now. It's not something you necessarily have to put all your focus on right now because you have a little bit to be focusing on those. They're a little bit less important than your now goals, right? And when we have later goals, these would be your yearly goals, your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, things that you want to do later that you're not going to ever put on the back burner, but they're just not things that need your 100% attention. So as you're looking through your dream board and things for your 2022 goals that you have that you're looking at right now and you're like, uh, okay, this is a lot. Let's categorize them. Let's make it a little bit more simple and give you a divide and conquer kind of plan so you can focus on what needs to be done now, what needs to be done soon and what can be done later. And I hope that that will help you kind of decipher and not feel so overwhelmed by the things that you have to do because you can start kind of dividing, okay, I can do this for my now goals, my soon goals. I can kind of start working on this, have a plan, but I do have five months still to do it. Now, this is where procrastination can creep in and it's something that kind of overtakes my life often. But if you can kind of start that strategy and that plan on what you want to do, maybe if you have a goal you want done by the end of the year. Okay, you've got September is basically over, so you've got October, November, and December, right? We've got barely over 90 days. If you want a goal done by December, let's break down over the next 90 days what you need to do each month in order to not make that goal look so massive. But if you have a now goal that maybe you want to accomplish by the end of September, by the end of October, that's something that's going to be a little more pressing and need a little bit, you know, of a more enhanced strategy plan. So I know that this year is almost over and I know that some of you are looking at your year and you're like, where the heck did it go? How did I let it happen so quickly and not accomplish any of the things that I wanted to do, don't beat yourself up about it because the thing is, is you can't go back. You can't go back and change things. You can't go back and change time. But what you can do is make tomorrow better and change the trajectory of the rest of your year, the rest of your next few years, the rest of your next five years, because that is all in your control. And so I encourage you to really focus on those now, soon and later goals established through those last seven things that I just went over on which ones you think are affecting you most. Are you focusing more on the outcome and not the skills you're learning? Are you worried about what other people are thinking about you? Are you worrying more about failure rather than the lessons that you've learned? Maybe you don't have discipline. Maybe you have too many distractions. You don't believe in your whatever it is. Figure out what it is. Conquer that 
come up with a plan because you know it's just like a speed bump if you're driving through a parking lot and you see the speed bump you're going to slow down go over it gracefully but if you don't see that speed bump you're going to slam into it. it's going to knock the breath out of you don't allow these things to keep you from where you're going for the rest of this year and for those goals that you're looking face to face with on that dream board and allow them to continue slipping by because i know that there are things on that board that mean much mean a lot to you that they have a lot of value and that they would actually enhance your life by so much if you just stayed committed enough to, to make them happen. So I'm cheering you on as you finish out the rest of this month, the rest of this year. And as you start looking forward to the next five, 10 years of your life, don't continue to let these goals pass you by because you have more than enough within you to accomplish all of these things that God has set on your heart. And I know that you are called for a life of more. Bye friends. See ya in a couple weeks. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl. So you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio. There's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.